Hello. Hello. It's Shelby and Karen on Walking with Christ. On today's episode, we are talking about how to coexist like Christ. Mm-hmm. I, regarding this topic, I chose to focus on like the characteristic characteristics that God showed. Sh- was showed. Is showed is showed the past tense of yeah. Show? She's a communications major. She's getting confused. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that God stuck to whenever He walked through this earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I went a little different direction because initially, when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about the coexist bumper sticker, and I was thinking about how Karen took it. But then I read this passage, and it made me think, okay, you know what? We need to talk about like we, you know, doing what God says because once you become a Christian, you know, God becomes a part of you. Like his the Holy Spirit's within you and like sometimes it'll tell you like what decisions like are the right ones. And like learning how to lean into that will help us follow through with everything else. So also how to treat people correctly and like right the way God would it would would address a situation. No yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Well so this is our fourth time recording this episode because the other way we were recording it would stop recording after five minutes every single time. And well, we have a lot more to say than five minutes. Yes. I don't think we're, I, we may be getting close to five minutes as it is right now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've been in here a while. <laughs> Anyways, so let's get started off with a prayer. And God, I will try not to say the same things again. But okay. Dear God, once again, thank you for this day. Again, thank you for this studio booth. We are very blessed to be able to come in and use um, the equipment here at our school's library. I know that this stuff is very high tech and that without the university, our sound wouldn't be as good. And I really appreciate that. Um, And thank you for... You know, keeping Karen and I on top of this and, like, doing this as frequently as we can with our school schedules. And thank you for keeping Karen a friend in my life because I need her. <laughs> like, not, like, need her, but, like, she's just, <laughs> she makes me feel better <laughs> during weeks that are really bad. Um, so just thank you for Karen, and I pray that our message that it's it's you speaking through us and it touches other people whoever listens yeah lord as shelby said thank you for bringing us here and thank you that we are able to use all the all these resources that the school provides well technically you provided because you gave people the you gave humans the idea to create all these mechanisms that allow us to speak through this so you know thank you lord (laughs) (laughs) thank you for allowing us to come here tonight and to be able to share your word Mm -hmm. between me and Shelby and whoever else is listening but you know Lord I really do feel like when I'm in here I'm just talking to Shelby it's just another conversation we're having and it's great that we get to come together and thank you that you're going to protect us here and that you woke us up today and that you'll Mm -hmm. and if ooh, you know Lord the other day I was listening to the radio and I heard someone say or maybe it was a quote that I read but it was like, if you if God woke you up today, that means that your purpose here is not finished, Lord. And well, I think that this 
podcast is part of my purpose. I don't mm-hmm. know how Shelby feels, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's a way to share your word. Because, like, we went to church on Sunday, and he was talking about, like, what are you doing with your time on earth? And I was like, hmm, what am I doing with my time on earth? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I know God gave me this purpose to go to share his word, and I think this is one of those ways that I'm doing it. Yeah. So please allow us to be consistent with this podcast. Mm-hmm. And don't let anything that I say not be something that you would say, Lord. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, this is about as far as we got with the other ones. So, So let's let's get into it. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) So, um, first off, I want to challenge everybody to listen to some Christian music throughout the week. Last week was a really tough week for me, and then I cried like every day, except for Friday. It was really bad. Um, But then I listened to part of a podcast that Emma Jenkins, Emma Jenkins, she's a YouTuber. I'm really bad with names and pronunciation. Anyways, (laughs) um, she said that every morning she gets up and dances with Jesus, and I felt inspired. So (laughs) I was like, I'm going to do that. So every morning, I've listened to some Christian music, right? It, it, the last two weeks has been the same songs because I'm like, <laughs> yes, these are getting pumped about. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it has just really helped me get through some tough stuff because the issues that I was crying about last week haven't gotten away. Haven't gotten away. Haven't got gone away. Some of them <laughs> have actually gotten worse. Um, one of them is my grandma, and she, she is getting severely worse and you know what saturday i was just listening to fear is a liar i was jamming to that song i was kept hitting reload 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 and I listened <laughs> to that song and i was doing a sketch for my grandma because i was like we're not gonna get upset because you know what if it's her time it's her time is what god wants so she'll be up in heaven partying and i'll be here being sad studying for classes so But anyways, I challenge you to listen to some music. It sets you in a good mood starting off, and it's just a great way to get your day going. So. Yes. Okay. So how I, I I explained a little in the beginning of this podcast how I took this topic. So I wanted to start off with a comment that I, well, I was watching YouTube. Yay. (laughs) I'm always watching YouTube. What am I saying? Okay, and I was listening to a video by Sadie Robertson, and in it she said, in order to imitate someone, we have to know them. So she was talking about how in order to live like God, we have to know who God is. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was really important to focus on. And then whenever I was thinking about this, I was like, okay, so who is God? I found two points that I think are really important. So the first point is that God always chose to love everyone here on earth while he was here. And even now, as the Holy Spirit is his presence here on earth. So I wanted to focus on the verse, Matthew 19, 18. Uh, Sorry, my Bible app just did something weird. Here we are. So in it, it says, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother. <laughs> she did it again. <laughs> Communication major. Coming together. <laughs> father Honor and your mother. Father and mother. Father and mother. And love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And I know we've all always been told, love your neighbor as yourself, Shelby. 
treat others the way you want to be treated, Karen. I'm okay. Uh, tone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just think it's important to remember that, yes, love your neighbor as yourself, even if they have different views than mm-hmm. you, even if they believe something that you are like, oh, that's totally wrong. If they yeah. identify as something else that you don't, you can't judge them because you do not have the right to judge them. Yeah. God is the person who is allowed I'm not going to say that he judges, but I mean, eventually we're all going to be judged at yeah. the end. And he's going to be like, what did you do with your time? And I'm be like, I tried. I tried. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, off topic, <laughs> let me reel this back in. <laughs> so, yeah, he says that we should love everyone else regardless of topic. You can also go to the podcast. I get a lot of stuff, a lot of really helpful like information from topics. So this one came from As For Me and My House by Jordan and Mil- Melina. I finally learned how to say their last name, Ciciotti. They're Italian, so I was like, ooh. Okay. <laughs> and in it, she was talking about how she was getting, people were making comments about her that weren't really nice. And she's like, yes, I know you may have a different view than me, but still, you're not a, you shouldn't be saying diff- bad things about other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. So, bringing this into like the coexist kind of world, like mm-hmm. this is just a thought I had because when we recorded this the first time and the timer cut off, um, <laughs> we had talked about how treat people, like treat, treat others the way they be treated becomes so normalized, mm-hmm. and how people, like, you hear it so often, it doesn't really mean anything now. That makes me think about like PC culture kind of how like you can't really say anything anymore people say that granted some things should not be said (laughs) but there are some things that are just like you know okay that's a little extreme sarah you know it's just a name (laughs) i'm sorry if your name is sarah um but then let me think about how like with pc culture you're not actually treating others the way you want to be treated because that's like the right thing to do and it's not because you mean it it's because you're afraid that someone's gonna like come at you and be mean and if you like look at trends like as pc culture is inclined so is cancel culture so it's like you can't say anything wrong about anybody you can't judge anybody but people don't mean it so then they take that out on somebody else and they cancel them because if they really meant it there wouldn't be this like increase in cancel culture Anyways, that's my conspiracy theory. Um, <laughs> Shelby's really into conspiracy I theories. I am. <laughs> okay, so my next little thing that I wanted to talk about is how God calls us to be in the world, but not to be of the world. Mm-hmm. This is something that I really started to focus on my freshman year of college when I was surrounded by friends who would consume a lot of alcohol, who would... <clears throat> excuse my throat. We burped at the same time. Oh, I my did, gosh. <laughs> That wasn't a burp. Oh, well, I did, and I thought you burped. (laughs) No. I'm sorry. (laughs) But he would do things that I wouldn't normally do. So Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. I was very, very... My eyes weren't open then to the realness of this world. So Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, who are these people? So then I had to learn, like, yes, I love them, and I love who they are. I may not agree with some things they do, but I'm still going to hang out with them. Yeah. So that's my part of, like, be in the world. I had to be with my friends but not be of the world. I wasn't doing the things that I didn't, that didn't, that don't, that still don't go along with, like, my beliefs. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
and then I bring in this verse, John 17, 14 through 16, and it says, I have given them your word, and the world has turned them, for they are not of the world and any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. So I think that it's important that God, he was, well, Jesus was in the world living with what quote unquote we would say sinners even though I now I don't feel like I like the word sinners because it puts such a negative yeah in, like, I mean everybody is so uh, t- there we go except yeah. Jesus Jesus was never a Jesus sinner Jesus was amazing exactly strive to be like Jesus which is what we're working on exactly Whoa. Whoa. look at that <laughs> so <laughs> so I mm, where was I going with this <laughs> oh there we go he placed us on this earth to intermingle and to talk and to have relationships with people mm-hmm. who are in this world who may not call themselves Christians. We are meant to be the Christian influence they need in order to come to Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's not like by saying, hey, are you reading your Bible? Hey, you should learn God, learn about God. Hey, go to church with me. It's not forcing yeah. Christianity on them. It's rather being there for them. And that way they'll learn like, oh, they're there for me. And then you can be like, yeah. I'm here for you because that's what God does for me. Yeah. And so, like, it's the little ways that you can sleep, sleep in. <laughs> little ways that you can, like, how do you, like, sneak into their lives and they learn who God really is. Yeah. Who you, because we should be living like God. Mm-hmm. And so, like, how we live is what we, t- we teach them that God is. Yeah. So that, like, makes sense. And I just like to say that, like, well, two points is that, you know, some people take the, like, you know, either I have to tell them to go to church with me all the time and, like, you force it upon them and, you know, if they go with you, they're not really going to mean it. They're going to go because they feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be genuine and that's not going to be a genuine... Gen- you're not going to be helping facilitate a genuine relationship with them and a genuine curiosity for Christ. And also, so that's, like, one far end of the spectrum. Another far end is that you're just like, let's all coexist. Let's not bother anybody. And (laughs) you don't actually talk about God to other people. Coexist doesn't mean you don't talk about God with other people. It means that you're open to conversations, but you like are purposeful and bringing God into conversations. Like um, some of my friends, so I'm a chemistry major and I had this, you know, stigma that, you know, a lot of Christians, like, that scientists weren't Christians. Apparently, a lot of people that are, you know, scientists, majority of them are religious in some way. But a lot of college students that I know that um, are in my major, they aren't Christians. So I, you know, as hard as it is, sometimes, like, taking that stride and, like, being purposeful and, like, bringing God into those conversations... um, Sometimes it goes good. People that are, you know, respectful about it. Other times it doesn't go as well because then they laugh at you about it. And you're just kind of like, well, that's my main man, Jesus, and he's I mean, great. He told us that we would be laughed at, that yeah. we would be ridiculed. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of the job, you know. Job well done. Um, but anyways, so I just wanted to point that out because, like, this isn't going to be, like, something easy to do. Um, and that's why, like, all of us... We're sinners. We're not perfect at it. Jesus was perfect at that because he's perfect. And so we have to be like Jesus in order to try and do that. So what I said 
what I was going to bring to the table was talking about um, we have to do what God says. Like, no question. I mean, we, we can question what God says and, like, want to understand why. But, like, if God's like, you should do this, then you probably should. Like, he knows best. So, flip to Matthew chapter 4, reading 18 through 22. While walking by the Sea of Galilee—I Galilee, can't read. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. By walking— while walking by the Sea of Galilee, he, Jesus, saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, mm-hmm, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father mending their nets and he called them immediately they left the boat and their father and their father and followed him so two things one i can't read secondly (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um, (laughs) these people left everything immediately and i want to talk about a couple of things but first off jesus did this Twice, not just once, like an accident, an accident, a fluke thing with two random crazy people. They're like, "Yeah, just follow him for no reason." But it's happened twice, and I feel like that was purposeful to like show that this wasn't people just being like weird and following God. It happened twice because God's that compelling, you know. He's that he speaks such truth that someone will just follow him even though they don't know him. Thoughts. I'm thirsty. I'm going to drink water. Okay, she's going to drink water. Um, My other thing I wanted, these are just things to ponder over, kind of like critical questions to think about. Um, The other thing is, like, why did these four dudes just decide to follow Jesus? They didn't know him beforehand or anything, you know? And this makes me think that Jesus was, obviously, um, intentional with who he picked and that these men felt something in their gut that... Um, was like, okay, let's go. Yeah, this seems right. Let's follow him. You know, like when you see someone sitting by themselves and you like kind of hear in the back of your head, like, you should go sit with them. You should go be nice and go sit with them, ask them how they're doing, you know, or when, you know, you're, you're about to make a decision and you're questioning it. It's like, is this like a good decision? Like, I know it's bad. I shouldn't be doing this, you know? Like, that is God talking in your head. And what I wanted to focus on was, like, leaning into that. Because if we lean into that, when we hear God talking in our head, being like, you shouldn't do that. Or, hey, that person's crying on, like, you know, that bench. You saw them. Go ask if they're okay. You know, you you hear God say that. You need to lean into that. Um, Because, obviously, Peter and John and James, they heard that and they leaned into that and they followed Jesus because I mean think about it if they hadn't leaned into it we would have what eight disciples not 12 you know and who knows where the gospel would be I mean I know God will always find a way Mm -hmm. but that his way his first his plan a was them Mm -hmm. and like think about it like if they hadn't done it maybe we wouldn't know about the gospel here in this part of the world today yeah although as I said God will always find a way but, I mean, that's that's a good point. That if they hadn't leaned into it, what wouldn't have what would have happened? So, like, you know, if 
you hear God talking in your head being like, don't make that decision. It's bad. You shouldn't do that. You know it's wrong. Don't do that. And you're like, I'm going to do it anyways. And you don't listen to what God says. How could that turn out? You know, like, sorry to get sad. But like, if you think about it, people who drink and drive, you know, you drink and then, you know, whether you're a Christian or not, you probably hear that little voice in your head being like, you shouldn't drive. And if you don't lean into that and be like, you know what, I should get an Uber. What's going to happen? There's a chance you could get home safely or there's a chance that you could wreck and hurt yourself, kill yourself, or kill somebody else. You know? So lean into that because God's not going to give you the wrong decision to make. He, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. He, uh, this is just a thought I thought of whenever you were talking about that. Oh, gosh. What was the last thing you said? (laughs) God's not going to give you the wrong decision. Okay, there we go. God gives us, he knows, like, okay, so God gives us, I kind of see it this way. God gives us two roads, and he's like, this is the one I think you should do, but I'm also going to allow you to make your own decision. Yeah. So, like, his voice is the one that's saying, hey, you probably shouldn't do this, or you should do this, and then you can decide whether or not to take that road. Yeah. Because he allows us to take control over our lives. Mm -hmm. And have that free will. Yeah, Yeah. There we go. Free will. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, and that's kind of talking about, like, what we talked about at church this past week where it said, like, you know, when you die, what have you done to bring glory to God, you know? And by taking, leaning into those um, thoughts that are coming from God, it can take us to where God wants us to be to bring glory to Him. If we never lean into that, we're never going to bring glory to God in any sort of way. You know, and I saw something. Maybe it was from church. I think it was from church. You know, every good deed that's done comes from God because God's the only good thing. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So if we never lean into those decisions that God tell us to do, we're never going to do any good in our life because every good decision comes from him because he's the only thing that's good. Yeah, I wanted to talk about a story about, like, listening to that little voice that God puts the thought, the little God's voice in your head. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't know if this is—I want to say it's true. I don't know, like, where the story came from, but I think I don't even remember remember who I was talking to. But they were saying that—oh, maybe I read it—somehow I I have this story, so I'm going to tell it. Okay. (laughs) So— I don't even know their genders. I don't remember who they were. So I'm just going to... Sam and Sally. Okay, Sam and Sally. So Sally was at the gas station one day. And she was pumping gas into her car. Mm -hmm. And Sam was at home doing who knows what. And then Sally got... Like, she heard a voice in her head say, Go and... What's it called whenever you put your hands on the ground? Go do a high... uh, Uh, Push-up? No, no, no. Your hands are on the ground. Your feet up are up in the handstand? air. Handstand? Yeah, go do a handstand by the slushy machine or whatever machine it was. And she's like, why am I having this kind of thought in my head? And Sam walks into the thing, walks into, I guess, the gas station. And Sally is right there doing that thing. And he starts crying. Why? Because he had told God, God, give me a sign. No, well, not give me a sign, but he's like, God, I will not commit suicide if I witness someone doing a handstand by a slushy machine or whatever kind of machine. He was very specific. Mm-hmm. He was like, God, either you do this or I'm going to 
yeah. not exist anymore. And so yeah. because Sally pursued that little thought in her head, mm-hmm. Sam was able to see that God is or was listening to yeah. him. That's how powerful that little voice can be. It can save lives. It can be what people need really badly. By the way, that little voice is the Holy Spirit. Just, yeah. Just putting that out there. Yeah. God, your little voice is the Holy Spirit within you because you become a Christian. Um, but yeah, and I know that maybe this ending's got a little um, away sad. From, oh, uh, and away from the topic. <laughs> a little sorry. But that's how our conversations normally go. Yeah. So. Anyways, um, so this is how to live like Christ and coexist like Christ. And oh, oh, okay. So bringing it back. <laughs> I remember the thing I want to bring up. Okay. So, um, when you lean into that little voice in your head, if someone does something that, like, completely offends you, and, like, there will be a little voice in your head being, like, don't lean into this conversation. Like, just take a step back. Don't, don't you know, fuel the fire. But if, you know, you hear something that makes you kind of, like, righteously angry, you hear a little voice in your head being, like, you got to put them, not put them in their place, but, like, tell them that what they're saying is not okay, then, you know, you should do that. Like, following that little voice will, like, t- help you coexist like God because it's God telling you how to live. And some people may say, oh, God's never angry. No. Oh, yes. Yes, he is. He is, he is righteously angry. Um, and, oh, my goodness, I can't remember what it is. I think it was uh, when they go out, the Israelites... Um, leave Egypt and then they're wandering the desert and Moses goes up and gets these gets the Ten Commandments engraved or whatever and he comes back down and they're worshipping idols or whatever and like God is righteously angry he's like are you kidding me <laughs> I saved you out of Egypt and you're still doing this are you serious I'm paraphrasing obviously <laughs> um, but yeah I don't know no, no, I really like that. I also wanted to make one last comment about, like, what I was talking about, how, like, we should be in the world but not of the world. We also have to, like, pay attention not to become, not to allow our presence in the world to be influenced on us. So, like, if you're around people who drink a lot and you don't drink, don't let you trying to make an impact on them influence you. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't fall under their ways. In that case, you just got to got to skirt out you got to be like god i know this is what you wanted me to do but mm-hmm. i just don't want it to change who i am so i'm just gonna skirt skirt and yeah. i think that god will be like okay you did what i tried you tried well not you tried but like you pursued it and i'm glad that you did but mm-hmm. i don't want you to fall under their influence or something like that yeah yeah okay so let's pray her out Oh, goodness. I'm so sorry. Um, prayer? Prayer out. <laughs> what? Why did That's I say I'm thing? sorry? Because I hit the microphone. Oh, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> microphone. Okay. Anyways, dear Lord, thank you that this recorded all the way through. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, also, once again, thank you for a blessed day that I get to spend with Karen. Um, thank you for this podcast. Even if nobody in the world listens, at least it gives and inspires me to get into your word and get to know you, which is so important in order to live like you. 
and just thank you for everything you do and thank you for waking me up this morning and hopefully thank you for waking me up tomorrow morning as well. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just like knocked into your prayer. Mid-prayer. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, so in the first cat, first cast, first try to record this podcast, I remember saying, making a comment about how you, okay, I know she just said, like, you woke me up today. And thank you if you wake me up tomorrow. And, like, how I just wanted to bring it back to, like, our sermon. This We go to the same church here. That's why I'm, like, our sermon. <laughs> the sermon we heard, which was saying that, like, God puts us on this earth. And then I read a quote. I don't know if any of this is making sense, but I'm just going to start spewing how God put us on this earth. And I read a quote that said, if you woke up today, it's because God is not finished with you yet. And then... Say that towards the mic. (laughs) (laughs) If God woke you up today, that's because your purpose here on earth is still not come, has still not come to an end. I I just wanted to jump in and say that. Okay. (laughs) Your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for this day. (laughs) Thank you that... You've allowed us to relax a little while we're in here and focused only on you, Lord. Thank you for distracting us from all the things that are saying, hey, come do this, or hey, you need to get this done, Mm -hmm. as in homework. Yep. (laughs) Thank you for distracting us from that for a little bit. I pray that you allow us to go home safely and that we're able to rest tonight and to wake up energized tomorrow morning so that we can dance with you all over again lord Mm -hmm. and thank you for everything that you've done in our lives and that you're allowing us to pursue this idea that we thought of creating a podcast and like shelby says even if no one listens to this it's just a way well i'm thankful that it's just a way for me to be able to dive into your word and to learn how to dive into your word Mm -hmm. and how i learn best so thank you lord and then the kiss was Amen. Amen. Okay. See you next Tuesday. Time to turn this off.